Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy who's, I don't even know what home looks like anymore. My arms are tired because I've been flying through your mind all day. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am back for you. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you for being here. I'm not, uh, of course, not in Las Vegas at the moment in the neon palace of sin. I am Still on the road, if you've been listening, uh, if you're a long-time listener or, or been listening for the last few weeks, no, I'm in. Uh, I'm right now currently towards the end of a seven-week uh, road trip run that I've been on uh, doing doing the horror conventions, six cons in seven weeks. Um, what a time. I uh, just, uh, I'm right now currently, like I said, I'm, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, just wrap it up the old uh, full moon tattoo and horror convention what a time we're going to talk all about that today uh but yeah that's where i'm at uh thankful uh, to my my boy mike quick for having me uh stay in his house and and uh letting me uh stay uh here while he's at work and such uh maybe not the best idea but no uh it's awesome it's always cool to have people that'll put you up while you're on the road it is a huge help uh so Shouts out to him as I sit in his living room right now recording this. Also, shouts out to my awesome, amazing Patreon people. Speaking of being on the road, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, having people help you out, it's it's amazing to have good, you know, good friends or, or people who just want to help you out and help you get to the next place and help do your with your thing. And uh, I appreciate the hell out of it. All help, all support, uh, sharing the podcast, buying the books checking out the music whatever it is i appreciate so so much but i gotta give major huge shouts out to my patreon supporters thank you guys so much uh for being a part of the patreon supporting me that way uh the money that uh, i get from there goes a long long way especially while i'm out here on the road doing doing my thing keeping gas in the car we're keeping food in boney's bowl uh and we're doing it live and in person so Thank you, guys. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate my my Patreon supporters so much. If you'd like to uh, support me on my Patreon, you want to check out what it's all about, <clears throat> please go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead, or you can just go to johnwayneisdead.com, and uh, right there is the Patreon link that will take you uh, to the page, and you can check out all the tiers that I have available, which one you'd like to join, sign up for, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, I, uh, as always... Uh, there's all kinds of uh, things and content that I put on there uh, on the wall that on the Patreon wall. But uh, any uh, any amount that you pledge to or any tier that you join gets you access to everything that goes on the wall, which are videos of my performances around the the country here, readings that I've done, m- you know, music stuff. I'm, I'm gonna break new songs on there uh, from the new record coming up. But everyone gets access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. During which I uh, talk to the other uh, awesome uh, artists that I meet all around the, the country and the world, even, and we talk about uh, their discipline, their art, their art form, what, what they do, and it is amazing, and it is an awesome, awesome show. I really enjoy doing it. I always learn something, and I think that uh, you know I, I like to help get uh, my these other incredible artists out there, uh, not not just other writers. You know, there's visual artists actors comedians models 
uh, dancers, burlesque uh, dancers, all, all kinds of, of different artists that I have on there. And it's um, and it's a great time and a great conversation. So if anything, uh, you know, even for the $1 a month beer club uh, tier, you get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. So please check it out. Like I said, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Or just go to johnwayneisdead.com, click the Patreon link. And uh, again, I, I appreciate any and all support out there, guys. You, you are keeping me alive, uh, just spreading the word. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, it's been um, <clears throat> it's been another busy week. I know since I talked to you guys last, I'm coming off of the, uh, where was I coming from last? Oh my God, did I just have like a brain aneurysm? Uh, AuthorCon, that's what it was. AuthorCon 2 out there in Williamsburg. Uh, if, you, if you missed that episode the, from last week, I, I talk all about the awesome time that the Scares at Care uh, AuthorCon 2 was. But uh, So from there, I was in Williamsburg, Virginia, and I shot on down. I uh, actually had to, uh, <clears throat> you know, as I was saying, like the, the, the wonderful, lovely Scarlett flew in to see me in Williamsburg uh, as she is unable to be on the road with me at this time right now. Um, just uh, taking care of some other stuff. Uh, oh, I miss her terribly, terribly, terribly much. But uh, she was able to to fly into Williamsburg for that and uh, in AuthorCon, and it was great. Uh, so on on the way out, I um, on Monday, I dropped her off at the airport in Richmond for her to go back to the wonderful, lovely Las Vegas, and then I continued on down the road just for a few more hours, and I ended up staying in um, Roanoke. Uh, Virginia. I was like, I'm going to stay for a couple of days, just post up and uh, get some stuff done. You know, uh, like I was like I was saying, I recorded that episode. Did I record in there? I can't lose my mind. Um, But anyway, I don't know if I I recorded in that that room or not. I can't remember, but I probably did. Uh, And that's where I was. So yeah, I did record that episode in the room. I'm an idiot. Okay, so I was there. I stayed for a couple of days. I was just going to stay for one day. I decided to stay for two so that I could just get another, like, kind of an extra day of, of just uh, recharging my, my all of my batteries, energized, social, all that stuff. And uh, I also just, you know, I get, I do a lot of work. And, and if I'm, uh, if I have, like, a room like that to myself, I, I try to take advantage of the time by, you know, work, getting as much work done as I can, especially on trips like this where, you know, I'm, there's a lot of driving and then there's the events all weekend and, uh, all that kind of stuff. So when I have time and I'm stationary and I have quiet and then all that, I want to, you know, dive hardcore into my reading or, you know, into my reading, into my writing. Uh, so I got a lot of writing done, you know, uh, some guitar stuff I was working on and, uh, you know, just, <clears throat> just getting down there, getting recharged, uh, and getting creatively, uh, juiced. Cause you know, these, these events can take a lot out of you. Um, there's a lot, a lot going on, a lot of socialization, socialization, socializing, um, and, and, and this, and the like, and the hours are long and, you know, maybe sometimes you don't get as much sleep as you should those weekends, but, uh, it's important, it's important to me to just make sure I'm always, you know, have t- time to regroup, refocus, you know, being out on the road like this, it's, it is, um, you know, it is, it is fun. There's fun aspects. There's fun parts to it, certainly. Uh, but it's not a it's not a seven week long party train that I'm on. You know, this is <clears throat> this can be you know grueling. Uh, it could be hard. It's hard even for me sometimes, especially here getting towards the end. I've had some rough days, uh, but it, it's it's a lot of work. And um, 
you know, I just, uh, I appreciate when I have the downtime, I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself. I'm staying focused, staying on task. Uh, cause that's what I'm doing. That's how I, that's how the train stays on the tracks. You know, I can't just be partying life away and think like, ah, here we go. No, I'm, I'm always working. I'm always grinding. Um, when I, when I'm not, you know, especially in between stops and, and it's, it makes it a little harder when you're on the road for such a long period of time because there's so many interruptions and you're not, you're, you're so out of your routine, um, uh, for such a long time that when you can fall back into it, I like to try to keep it, you know, keep it as, as, as close as I can, you know, staying on task, staying focused. I still get up ass early, you know, in the morning, all these days. It's not like, you know, even I know, if you watch my my stories on my Instagram, which you should be at John Wayne is dead, I you know every morning show my first cup of coffee and getting ready for the day, and then you know it's got the timestamp on there. Uh, so those people who watch that know I get up pretty pretty early every single day, and that doesn't change when I'm on the road. You know, just even being here at, at Michael's, I don't have any reason to like. I'm, I don't have to get up early. There's like not like I have to go like, you know punch in or mop the mop the men's room before we can open the doors or you know fucking I, I don't gotta make the donuts or anything like that but makes me feel I don't know I like to, I like to get up early I like to start the day I like get, getting going and you know I've been getting up at at least seven every single day I've been in in Nashville um, <clears throat> so that that was uh yeah so that's what I was doing I was just using those couple of days to re-energize myself and get and make sure I'm staying back on track staying on top of my my commitments, my deadlines, all that kind of stuff that I got going on. Um, and that, and it was nice. It was a good, uh, nice little rest and recharge. And then I, uh, you know, shot on over out here to Nashville to meet, uh, meet up all my homies here for the, the full moon tattoo and horror convention. And I got, you know, I came, I came in on Thursday, uh, maybe I came in on Wednesday and, uh, oh yeah, I did. I ch- chilled here Wednesday night. Uh, hung out with Michael for a while. We just chilled. Next day, uh, Thursday, we actually got to go load in um, with the the wonderful, lovely Amanda uh, of Southern Sun uh, Boutique, uh, soon to be something else, will be announced soon. Uh, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about that, but Amanda's lovely. I love her to death. Um, she and I went to load in on Thursday to the venue with our friend, also our good friend Christine. She came the next day, but she was staying with us and, and hanging as well. So it was cool. I got to everything was set up on. I got to set up on Thursday night, completely set up and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, and I will, you know, we'll we'll cover the whole rest of the uh, the old uh, pot, the old convention there here in later on in this uh, episode in our storytelling portion. But that's that's kind of what I've been up to leading up leading up to then, um, working on some pretty cool writing project right now that I'm, I'm doing. Uh, I think I talked a little bit about it before. It's a short story. It's going to be a short story collection where they all have this common thread that l- links the stories together. So it's like, will be a collection, but 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 one, com- but a complete tale, I guess. Uh, if that makes any sense. Uh, but either way, I'm super stoked to be working on it. I've got all these ideas coming. I'm taking all these notes and stuff. Uh, so it's been fun. That's it's always good when you hit like a cool creative like mine like like your mining creativity you hit like a pocket of you know gold right there and you're just like oh shit oh shit yeah you know you can't get it out fast enough you know it's uh so those times are always good and uh you know fun fun uh, creative times so I, i'm doing that i've got <clears throat> uh working with uh you know got some the ball moving on a few other things and uh like i was saying there's th- three uh books i have coming out this year um 
through uh, different publishers, and I already had a meeting with one of my editors, that uh, the editor on the the one project uh, earlier the the end uh, when uh, end of last week, I guess. Uh, we had a chat about what's going on with that. I've got the the other uh, notes and edits to send back on this other one, and the other project will be later on on this in the second half of the year. So that's that's on the road. But all these things like uh, are moving forward right now. So I'm excited to keep those going and and let you know about. Uh, when those projects come out and keep you alert and focused on all of that stuff. So, uh, let's see. <sighs> I feel like, you know, you get out of your routine, you get out of the Neon Palace of Sin, you get out of all your shit, and it's like, I've been doing the podcast kind of in random places. You know, I did it on the road here. I did it at my mom's, uh, my mazas out there in Pennsylvania. I did it in Roanoke in Virginia there. Now I'm doing it here in Mike's, Mike's house and... We're chilling, and uh, it's it's. Uh, I feel like um, not not uh, discombobulated, but then I'm I'm just kind of like out of like uh, out of my mind. I'm out of my mind, everyone. But needless to say, I am. Uh, don't worry, I didn't forget to smoke my weed right right here uh, as I'm doing this. So let's get a little one in here. Get my cataracts right. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, I think what we will do is I, I definitely wanted to do a tarot card reading today. Uh, if you've been listening, uh, you know a lot of you know I, I have. First of all, I have my the John Wayne is Dead tarot skeleton deck is out and uh, out for order. You can a lot of people. Thank you to everyone who's picked it up either from the website and uh, a lot of people have been picking it up from me from my booth here. Um, in, in at all the conventions I've been doing, uh, not just in the past month, but all the year so far, it's been it's been awesome and great response. I'm super super stoked on on my tarot deck. Uh, so if you're inter- interested in tarot, you're into tarot, check it out. It's on my in my shop page, johnwinisdead.com. 78 card deck based on the Rider Weight deck, uh, and I am quite happy with it, and I hope you will too. So I I was doing three card readings on the show, and then now I've changed it to. Uh, you know, I'm just doing some card of the day readings. I think that's the way I want to uh, go at it for now. So <clears throat> today, I right before the show, you know, I I like I said, I always am like kind of gathering my thoughts before I you know before I pull a card, like what's going on, you know, uh, just how am I feeling, what am I thinking about right now, and you know, today I'm just like, you know, I'm seeing the 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 finish line for the tour uh, that I'm on right now. So I'm thinking about that, uh, but staying the course and staying focused. I'm trying to think ahead too when I get home. Like I definitely am just I'm excited to get back home for a little bo- a little while, but I won't be there for a long time. And I've got stuff to do. I've I've, I've got a show, uh, a John Wayne is Dead music, you know, music performance when when I get back home in Vegas. I've got all these things in my mind. I'll keep organized, keep focused, um, and stay, uh, you know, <clears throat> stay. <sighs> I guess like stay healthy, I guess is the best way to put it. Just make sure I'm getting enough sleep and eating right and not, you know, just being stupid with stuff and uh, and overindulging in things, things like that. You know, it's all about that. It's about keeping it going, right? Because we can reach a certain point, but, you know, sometimes people, the wheels fall off when you get there because you don't know how to maintain it or you let you let just things get too too out of hand that where you can't maintain it. Um, so that th- these are like pitfalls that I've seen happen to other people and things like that. And I, I'm trying to do the thing where you learn from 
uh, the history and other people's mistakes or see someone do something and be like, ooh, uh, I'm not going to do that or take people's advice when they tell you things that they've learned from. So th- these are the kind of things I'm I'm thinking of, but but also just like, you know, the the whole this first part of the year, first three months have been really strong and very good, um, very busy, and and uh, I'm extremely happy. So I'm going to keep that going, but keep growing it moving forward for the rest of the year. You know, if we're looking, you know, looking at it from month to month, I want to keep growing every month, getting you know stronger, better, um, <clears throat> busier. You know, the businesses grows, and uh, I'm able to go more places or. Um, oops, attend more events and, and just get more stuff out there and, and get it in the hands of more people. So anyway, that being said, the card of the day that I drew today is the King of Wands in the upright position. So, you know, wands is energy. You know, we know that the wands represent like a fiery energy, you know, uh, going forward. And, the you know, the King of Wands is no exception to, to, to this. It's um, the thing about this is, with the the king of wands like wands <clears throat> aren't necessarily you know uh steeped in or or worried about the creative side of things or you know um coming up with with an idea uh this is rather this is the point where this is action like the king of wands is ready to take the idea and go with it and he is more of this leader, like, you know, he has the vision, the full vision of what it could be. It could be your idea, it could be somebody else's idea that's just not fully actualized, but you have, the King of Wands is saying that you have that ability to, to, to as a leader, as a visionary, to look at that and be like, boom, I know how to do this, I know how we can do this. And not only do you know how you can do it, you have the drive and you have the leadership capability to actually manifest that and show step by step how you're going to do it. And... um. And you and you go right about doing that. You know this this when this card comes up, you know a king of the, the king of wands is very good. You have a very strong leadership quality. You're good at uh, getting people to uh, go along with what you have to say to listen to you in when when you're in a leadership position. And that you know, uh, be, drawing from like my experience of being like a manager at Starbucks, which I talk about a lot. It's a lot about you know there's there's got to be a respect there. There's got to be a give and take. Uh, there's got to be conversation. It can't be just one-sided. You, there, there's more than one way to skin a cat, and you have to listen sometimes to what other people say because you have all these people that have that may be working for you or helping you with this idea or this creation, and they all have their own separate strengths, and you need to be able to, as a good leader, like utilize those and put the people in the right positions and you know, by, of course, listening to what they have to say, learning from you know the work that they're demonstrating, and you can put those people you put all the people in the right places to help you manifest this thing as this group together. And just because you're the leader and have the vision doesn't mean you can do it by yourself by any stretch. It, it, it just means you happen to have the know-how or the sense to, you know, help put things in the right position, put people in the right places, get all the dominoes stacked in the right way so that when they all fall down, the, the the little cage falls down on the mouse and and you did it, you know? So that's <clears throat> that's what's you know kind of important about this when you are something to watch out for is is just that is like when you have you know people who you know they do want to come follow along with you, they do know you're a good leader and you've got this good uh, you know sense about you and and maybe 
even from experience, uh, they, they've seen it happen. So they're, they're already ready there to work for you. You got the people you need and the help that you need. So we, you have to be sure to make sure you are encouraging them. You're not putting them off. You're not coming off like you're just above everything or you're better than everyone because, because you're the boss or the manager or the shift supervisor, you know, you, you once you have to walk that line and be careful you know, you do have a responsibility, you are in charge, you know, if you want to put it that way, but that doesn't mean you're better than everyone. So that's just something you have to keep, um, keep that uh, going in your head and keeping that that sign, uh, keeping that good relationship with the people who are there to help you, the people who are on your team. Um, but, you know, also with this, you, you see the long term, you see what the sustainable thing is and what that success looks like to keep your thing going. And you you want to do that, and therefore, um, you know, you can see how to do it, and you're working constantly to kind of ensure that that happens. And you know, that kind of hits home a little bit where I was talking about earlier. You know, I'm going home for a little bit, but I have a still a full year of stuff, and I want to keep this strength, keep this thing going and moving. Um, you know, for for long term success. This isn't like, well, I guess I'll try this experiment for a few more months. No, this is my life, bitch. So. I gotta, you know, grow it, keep it going. I sustain. I see. I see how to do it. I'm putting the pieces in place. I have good people helping me on my side, and I'm trying to keep that balance um, uh, to be able to manifest all of this in the 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 correct way and the best way where everyone benefits. Everyone who is helping me, uh, and, and and I say me also. I'm meaning like the royal you editorial. All of us, you know, we all come up. Everyone gets what you know what they're supposed to out of out of the situation, whether it be you know, monetary or, or experience or, uh, status, uh, or, you know, job, uh, what do you call that job status, uh, title, title change or whatever, you know, learning, uh, to get a new, you know, certification or something, all that, all that stuff. And everybody wants something different out of, you know, you may be working for the common goal of one thing, but everyone's going to get a little something different out of it. And it's keeping that, that balance, keeping those people, uh, around you, you know, happy and communicative and you, you know, and just living on that respect, uh, back and forth you have with each other. So that is the card of the day. King of wands. Thank you so much for uh, listening to that. I hope you got something out of it. I know I did. Uh, again, if you're interested in tarot, please check out my tarot deck, uh, the John Wayne is dead tarot skeleton deck over at John on my Patreon, not on my Patreon, it's on my website, the regular website on the shop page. Um, I know I almost, I said Patreon because, uh, I was just thinking, um, about it. Now I know, so last week I, I played, um, my reading from AuthorCon 2, the, the reading that I did, uh, at, there at the convention. And I talked about how I am putting, uh, I was going to put up my, uh, panel, the, the audio from the panel that I did about being on the road with several other authors. And I am still doing that, but I just don't have the clean audio with me. And uh, I believe that it's, you know, Scarlett has a, a clean video of it on her phone and trying to get it uploaded to a Google Drive and me get it pulled down. I, I'm, I'm getting it taken care of. So that absolutely will be up there. Um, but for now, this week, what I want to do is um, I had the opportunity recently to chat with uh, my very good uh, buddy, good friend, fellow writer, 
Dave, David DeBerdinas. No, it's Berardinas. And uh, he is uh, definitely an awesome dude for life. Someone I care about greatly and love very, very much. Uh, we had him on the show. Uh, you may, you know, you may have heard of his. Uh, I've been on his um, uh, his blog, Mutilated Mohawk. Uh, please check that out, um, where he talks to all kinds of people in the horror community, because he he also attends a lot of uh, conventions himself, and he has written his first published novel that is coming out very soon. And I was uh, excited and ecstatic and pleased as punch to uh, have him on the show, so we could chat about that. So. This week on the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast over on Patreon, you can hear the full conversation that Dave and I have uh, about uh, him and writing and, and all kinds of fun stuff that he and I have had uh, adventures together. And uh, right now, though, I'm going to play you a little snippet of that. You can get a little taste of it. Uh, please and check out uh, my man Dave here uh, after the fact. And if you want to listen to the rest of the interview, go on over to the patreon.com slash John when dead. But for now, here is a little bit of my conversation with my man, Dave. I love you so much. Uh, many people know you from, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, uh, of course mentioned you many, many times. Uh, if you've listened to the awesome dude for life podcast for a while, Dave has crisscrossed back and forth from John Wayne lied to you to this. He's spoken about uh, as many uh, rich and storied life experiences, cleaning up like dead bodies and uh, uh, hoarder, you know, things you, you legitimately worked uh, for like a, like a crime scene cleanup type of place. But, uh, and we, we did, we, we had a, uh, like a two part episode where we talked about about that. So we're not we're not here to talk about your crime scene cleanup, nothing like that. You've had like all of this experience. Just that's that's your where people can reference you on the podcast. But you you're you're an author as well. And your first book is coming out very soon. And I said, Dave, if you goddamn don't get on the fucking podcast and let me talk to you about this, I swear to Christ, I'll come to your house. I will hide in your mother's panty drawer and I will I will fucking strangle everyone who looks in there. Uh, so you agreed um, and you're here and, and I love I love you to death. Everyone knows people know you. Um, but, dude, you have this book coming out. So let's talk about this, please. Let's let's talk about it, man. I, yeah, it's it's my first book. Um, I mean, my first published book, and 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 that's a really big deal for me. I mean, I've I've been building up to this. I've written a few other books, but this is the right. first one that I'm like, this is the one I want to do. Coming this is out. the one I want to, you know. And and this is who and and this is coming out through where it's coming out. What's happening with this? Please tell me the story. Yeah. So um, uh, the the cover art is uh, uh done by Christopher Ruffy. And he's helped me, like with the um, sort of the tangible stuff, the uh, how to do it right. Christopher uh, is uh, just, just for listeners, if you don't know, excellent horror author, prolific, amazing. Uh, check out Rufty; he's a bad motherfucker. Um, but yes, yeah, so he's so you you've got you you paired up with him or or joined up with him on this or, or like he did the the cover art. At least you were saying right. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, 
I think it was the last uh, Mad Monster Expo. So it was, it was, uh, yeah, last September. And I told him I had finished a manuscript, and I was, I was trying to move forward, but it was a slow process and all this stuff. And he got back to me like two weeks later without me even asking him. And he wanted to work with me on it to help me sort of finalize this idea and get my first book out, which I'm like super thankful for. And he got uh, Candace Nola, I believe is her name, to edit yeah. the book. Uh, awesome. Shouts out, Candace. I know. That's super sick. She's super cool. She's been like working with me super, like, super tight to edit this book, get, get it all cleaned up, all ready. And then, dude, I'm self. This is coming out through. This is a mutilated Mohawk exclusive, my guy. Oh, this is coming out right shit. through your boy. Oh, shit. But Rufty is, has a hand in helping you with this. Candace has a hand in helping you with this. Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's happening. And it's oh yeah, be mutilated mohawk exclusive. I love as that, yeah. As far as no, th- this this whole thing couldn't have been done without them. That, that I met more stores like I, there's no publishing house. I'm not I'm not getting published through anybody. This is just I, I I'm publishing it on my own. But well, but in a way, like you're still going through like some some people who know what they're doing and and you know are helping you uh, along the way. Oh yeah, and. It, they're they are amazing i mean the, like any questions i've had i've been you know asking them non-stop i've been bothering them really uh and they've they've just been totally down to help me out getting me uh everything you know sort of finalized for my first sort of release which is really crazy i mean it's, it's really weird to be like saying that you know no it's it's not it's 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 amazing just what is this book what is the book called please because people are like what are you guys fucking talking about would you please fucking say it already what is it? Yeah. Uh, it's called the Ardusian Experiment. Ardu- is... The Ardusian Experiment. Yes. Is... Please tell us tell us about this. Um, I would say it's it's a pretty extreme horror novel. Uh, it's it's kind of uh, if you take like you, you know Michael Crichton that sort of science fictiony type of stuff, uh, and mix it with extreme horror. You know, um, uh, it it has. A lot of it, it's about sort of, in a broad sense, big corporations and human experimentation. That that is that is a really good wrap up of what it is all about. Yeah. Oh um, yes. <clears throat> when does this come out for people to to see to to take? Like this is like in the works. You sent me the cover. Or are you dropping this soon? Like what is happening here with this, Dave? Please. So yeah, so uh, right now I don't have an official date. Like, okay, here's the day that you can go out and go crazy with it. Um, crazy. The, the cover's done. The formatting is done. Um, I believe there's just a few more tweaks to be made to it, and then it'll be all set. And so, on. I, like I said, I've never really done this before. Um, but by the way that my sort of cohort have been talking, I, I, I can assume that we're about a month or two months away from this dropping from this current point. So I don't know when this podcast is getting released, but as the date of recording, we're probably a month to two months out, I would assume. So since right? this podcast is going to come out a month to two months away from when we're recording this. It's coming out now. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> but it is coming out soon. But either way, like, yes, like from the from the point that we're recording this, it will come out in like maybe two or so weeks time. 
but it is still like it's that still is putting it out very close like in in release release date dude that's that's got to be uh an exciting feeling and like what what do you what do you you know what are you thinking like are you going to you know do any uh like like a local release event are you gonna do anything like that are you just gonna like eat cake and ice cream by yourself and and like cry and jerk off into the ice cream and then eat it or again like what is your what are you thinking dude this is your first release it's coming out you're a big boy now you're all grown up you're all grows up you know i know it so are you gonna jerk off into this ice cream and eat it or or what you know, well, now now's the time. Put up a shot. <laughs> so you know, I, I've I've put a lot of thought into this, right? Like, <clears throat> what what what's the next step? Because for me, it's it's all about like, okay, this is where I'm at now. This is where I want to be, but like, what are the small stepping stones to get there, right? Absolutely. Um, and so this being my first book, I'm like, okay, well, how how am I going to go out and and release party it or, or, or promote it. Um, how am I going to get to where I want to be? Which eventually is, is like the convention routes, right? Like, like, uh, what, what you do, uh, but I'm not there yet. So this first book is going to be very experimental since I've never done this before. I'm, I'm not going to claim that I have some sort of master plan to, to, to do this. It, it's, it's totally experimental, but I, I do have some things that I want to do. Um, there's a few local bookstores that I've been talking to about getting in there and doing like local signing events and stuff like that. And maybe some readings uh, right. and stuff like that. Um, I know the haunt that I work for, which this is really cool. I work for the haunt. Uh, it's called the 13th acre. It's in Monroe, North Carolina. Uh, they told, I mean, we've been talking about it a lot. Just, just, and, uh, stop, just for one second, like for people listening, like the haunt that you're talking about, it's like a, uh, like a haunted house or a haunted ex ambition where you come in like you're like ah and people jump out and scare you like that's, that's yeah yeah i'm a haunt it. actor on the side yeah. as well yeah just just to give uh, context for people who are listening who are like because my mom will be like now what's a haunt are you talking about i love you yeah mom. no um but like so so you do that as well and um and that does that afford you you think like you're gonna opportunities to put your work out there like through that um yeah so the lady who owns it, Bonnie, um, we've been talking a lot. Um, and I've been helping her plan some stuff for the new 13th Acre release stuff. And there's going to be a merch shop this year. And so I can, she's t- saying that I can totally sell my book through this merch shop that's going to be sort of at the end of these trails. So I'll have like, that's that's awesome. Through the whole months of September and October, I'll have this, this storefront and this haunt that I work. So it, it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. There's there's a lot of cool like w- weird things that I'm looking into doing like this is more for shits and giggles really but there's a bench right outside of my job that is for sale for advertising I've always thought of like just buying I don't know how much it is yeah. you know a month yeah, or whatever based on there like just getting a bench yeah how how crazy would that be I, you know like I'm I'm pretty young and I work a full time job that would be um, hilarious to have a bench dude I love it. Dude, exactly. So I'm just trying to think of like weird shit, you know, like I've never done this before. I don't, I don't know how you do this shit, you know, but I, I'm just trying to think of like weird, crazy shit to do to like get it out there, you know? Absolutely. I love that. I love it, dude. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just stick with it. You know, you got to keep going and pushing. 
and not yeah. and making it happen. And uh, one bench at a time will fucking take over the world, dude. Exactly, um, man. I I absolutely adore this. I adore you. I love you. Um, what? So you you just did Mad Monster. Uh, how was it? I know it was crazy insane because, of course, Robert England was there this year. What were your what was your experience uh, this year? I missed it. I want to know what happened, please. Through the Dave, through the Dave, I let me know what happened, please. So it was really crazy. But February was a wild month for me because I, at the very end of January, found out that I, through the 13th Acre, got invited on a like all expenses paid for trip to Transworld, the big horror convention in St. Louis. Okay. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's a, it, for people who don't know, it's an industry-based convention for haunted houses and haunted attractions. Um, and it's, it's like the biggest in the world. So people from all over the world come to St. Louis every year and it's all the cutting edge technology and animatronics and props and all this other kind of crazy stuff. Uh, so I went to that like uh, just a few weeks before Mad Monster without even knowing I was going. Um, and it was insane. I mean, whereas Mad Monster's like seven or eight rows of vendors, Transworld was like over a hundred. I mean, it was insane. It It was so huge. Yeah. And so going to Transworld and then going to Mad Monster was like a, a, a total like awesome collision of horror. It was a lot of horror in one month. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but then going to Mad Monster was cool. It was it was awesome to see all the same people. And then I networked with – I use Mad Monster as a local networking event. That's, that's In the past few years as I've been picking up things like the website and, and getting closer to publishing this book, Mm-hmm. Um, I've just used Mad Monster as most people who are trying to be this, you know, do stuff as uh, uh, networking. So I've, I talked to a few of the uh, actors and stuff like that. And then I talked to other authors that were there. You know, Christopher Rufty was there. Um, Shouts out. There's a, yeah, of course. We love Christopher Rufty stuff. I'm, Rufty. I'm reading um, the skin show right now. I'm, I'm, I'm about halfway in and it's, it's pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was really crazy. But the party side of things were even wilder. Like I said, fr- you know, this was this was my first Mad Monster without John Wayne himself. I know. Uh, so mm-hmm. it was. I was like, I, I was thinking about this before. I was like, man, I'm so used to like, you know, jiving with John Wayne. I don't know how this is going to go. You know, this is my crew. I've lost this. Like, no, like, what, what? it wasn't <laughs> lost. It was just uh, temporarily displaced. That's all. Yeah, and and yeah. It, it, I was like, oh, how is it going to be? I, I wonder if it's going to be the same, you know? Like, I wonder if, if there's going to... And Friday, it did feel like, oh, man, there's something missing, man. Like, we'd walk around and we'd see hi to, you know, say hi to all, all of these same people, you know? Uh, the 13X studio, you know, Ricky and, uh, and all, all these guys, you know, all the same people who are usually there, we, you know, we talk to. Yeah. Right. But then we, we're... Convention closes Friday night. We're like, man, where's the party at, dude? Like, what? Wayne, man. All right, there we go. That was me and David Berardinas uh, talking about his new book and life and love and La Bamba. Check him out. Please check out his horror blog, Mutilated Mohawk, 
and check out his new book when it comes out. Uh, more on that as uh, we are made aware of the dates. Uh, and if you'd like to hear the rest of the, sh- the the conversation, again, please go check me out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead or just go to johnwayneisdead.com and hit that old Patreon link and you will be sent there. Thank you so much. So moving right along, I think we'll go ahead and get into our story recap portion of the show. As I said uh, earlier, I'm here in Nashville. I am attending, uh, I've attended the full moon, uh, not attend, I didn't just attend, I was <laughs> working and vending at the Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Convention here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm going to tell you all about it right now. So, this year is my, this was my third time uh, vending here at the Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Convention here in Nashville, Tennessee, and, uh, you know, it was it was great. It's uh, I I have to say. So I re- recapping my other appearances. The first time I did it two years ago, I was sharing a, a table with my uh, uh, buddy, good buddy, and, and fellow author Wesley Southerd, and it was uh, I think it was the first one back from uh, back from the pandemic, and it was nuts, like crazy packed with people both of us did very well we were both super pleased with the with the event and and the business and everything then last year we we attended again together um Wes and I we both shared shared a booth again and it was not the same amount of I guess busyness or uh the traffic flow was different it just wasn't it while while I look you know I look back I, I I keep track of everything of course look back at the numbers you know the numbers were very like close together like similar like but it, it's like um it just didn't happen the same way so it's just like sometimes you can f- feel like you're super busy or, or you worked really hard and then maybe look at like oh that that's all I've only sold that much so it just feels like you're working harder than what you made I think that was last year it felt like that just because it was just we were we were geared up and ready for that like Wow, that big push, that big like you know swarm of people that we remembered from the year before, and it and it it happened, but just not in the same way, I guess, and that kind of threw it off. So going back this year, um, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I knew I want, I knew I liked the show. I, I you know I liked the the people who run it. I liked the way it was run, and and um, I was like you know hey I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, Wes didn't come to this one uh, with me. I'm well first first of all I'm not really sharing tables anymore like. Uh, with other artists or, or anything, it's just, uh, you know, I've got, I'm, I'm a big boy now, so I don't really share tables anymore, uh, but also, you know, Wes, he's got a, he's got his kid now, and he, he's reduced his amount of conventions he's doing, so that was one of the ones that he, he cut out of his schedule for this year, so it was just, just gonna be me, me by myself at this one, which I was fine with, and, um, like I said, got there on Thursday night, and it was, uh, just to, just to set up, and I was in the same room, uh, but I was just moved down the wall, uh, closer to the the door of the like I was right next to the front door of the room, uh, and against kind of the wall. So I had like a corner piece like to myself, with as far as like the wall behind running behind me, and uh, I kind of set up my booth a little catty corner ish, uh, and 
made it like on a slant so people you walk in and you see like the band you see all my stuff right there when you're coming in but you can also see it if you're walking by the door you can catch a glimpse of what i got going on over there and i'm not cutting off the guy's stuff from that's on the next to me on the other side so we got it set up it was cool the only thing that i was kind of pensive about was you know they moved me down moving down the wall so i i know like i knew a couple of people all at the other end of the room where i was initially um but I didn't really know, like the guy, and then the guys across from me, Terrence and Trevor, of course, I knew them. Uh, but they're across the whole, across the room, like straight, like uh, like if I'm facing them, they're across the room that way. The other people I knew were down the down the wall that I was on, but all the way at the other side. So the people, I'm, and also in the way I'm kind of positioned, I'm not really butted up against any other booths. So I was kind of like in an island unto myself. Right. Like I wasn't close enough to kind of like, you know, chat comfortably with the people next to me because of the way the booths were set up and, the you know, kind of just the positioning of things. Um, so I felt I felt a little like just just like, oh, man, I was like it hit. It, it, it didn't really hit till Friday. OK, so I get set up Saturday or Thursday. I'm stoked. I'm like, yeah, we're set up Ooh, and shit. We go out, uh, you know come back Thursday and all that shit. Friday, we're getting up, getting ready. Uh, you know, we head out to, to the, to the place and it, cause we got there a little early and it started at four. Um, this also, this, this is a convention that's got some, some long ass hours, which we'll talk about here, but, uh, it, you know, we got there about two. Of course, I get to see my man Gator. Gator McAllister comes in, in clutch, hometown hero, coming in uh swooping in on friday he and i hung out uh for a while before the floor opened i helped him bring some shit to his room we did some underberg shots um it was with it which if you know you know uh and it was it was a lot of fun uh seeing him and 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 hanging out for a little bit before it opened but then it got it opened up and and like it, it's you know i the weather was kind of crappy like it was cold and rainy which that doesn't really mean too much of anything. Like, if you have tickets to a convention, you're coming to the fucking convention, uh, rain or shine. Uh, but it just felt like a dreary day, and it kind of t- took a I took a hit to my like energy. I think like just the gloominess and the dreariness. And then I get you know I get in there and I get you know I'm get ready to go. It's just it's me and Boney. We're at the table, but I, I realized very like it, that that's when it sunk in. I was like, oh man, I like have no one to talk to. Like, there's no one around me to cut up with or chat with. Um, the people that are around me are just too far away for me to, like, have a conversation. I can't walk away from my booth and, you know, you know, hang out with people. Plus, I have Boney there. I'm not leaving. You know, he's he's got to come with me everywhere I go. So I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm there. And I just felt very alone, you know. Like, I'm, I mean, uh, to be honest, you know, this whole trip, it, it it's it's an adjustment without, you know, I got, I did get while I started this whole thing doing things by myself, you know, and then I, I have had Nick P travel with me. Uh, but even when Nick P was traveling with me, it wasn't to everything that I did. You know, he could probably do three three fourths, like uh, you know, if I want to be. I guess that's a good estimate. But you know, I still did. A, I had to do a lot of things by myself. Now having a whole year of traveling with Scarlett and Boney, it, it, and then that, and then not, it kind of like. It, you know, it settle. It's not it resolidifies in my head, at least. It's like, man, this is. I'm a fucking lone dude. This is a solitary profession. This is a solitary thing, 
And I can deal with being alone or being lonely, but sometimes it just gets a little hard. Like it's just, you know, you, you just feel like, fuck, you know, and I, I can get down sometimes, you know, and all that, like just like anybody. So I, I, I think just the weather, you know, maybe like the travel was catching up to that Friday, Friday night. I just was not fucking feeling it, dude. It was slow as far as people coming through. Um, people did stop and buy books. Like I sold some books. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't like it was s- such a bad day that it was like, no one even bought anything. Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't like that. It, it did got, it got extremely slower towards the end of the night. The floor was closed at 10, but it just, I felt very much out of it and alone. And my energy was way, way down, uh, to the extent, to the point that I was like very, very very much contemplating and considering just closing my booth like at eight o'clock and just saying go back to the house and meet up with Amanda and Michael later when it's done and I'll see you later we'll we'll try again tomorrow type of thing but I didn't I stepped you know I stayed the whole time I you know put on my big boy pants and and pulled it together but it was just a lonely weird night uh Friday um so it kind of was whatever um but I came home I'm you know already decided you know, told myself hey all right you you had your little fucking whatever pity party or you know um poor me no 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 now let's fucking pull our balls together and get your shit right because you gotta go we gotta do it tomorrow no one it's not anybody else's fault that i'm you know lonely or homesick or road weary you know they didn't come here for that they came here for the fucking convention and they're gonna come for you know to see if they're coming to see me they're gonna get all of me so I, cha- I turned that attitude around very quickly, and on Saturday, I got up uh, early, took Boney for a long-ass walk, like, up here. It's beautiful up here uh, in, the, like, the Tennessee. We're kind of, like, a little off the beaten path in the, the, where, where I'm at, an undisclosed location, but there's a little creek and a nice walk. Uh, Boney and I took a killer-ass walk on Saturday morning, got, all our, got our shit right, you know, breathed some fresh air, some sun. Uh, I took a shower. I got my makeup on. I started look. I was looking good. I was feeling good. Look good. Feel good. Look good. Feel, you look good. You feel good. Uh, and I was. And I put on my blazer. That uh, if you aren't following me on Instagram, you should at John Wynn is Dead. You can see my amazing uh, custom uh, f- uh, fitted blazer. Uh, what do you call that when they tailored blazer that I had made for? Uh, and it's. Uh, I looked good. I felt good. I came in there just fucking uh, guns a blazing, if you will, just ready to take on the day and uh it was a bit like if if friday was slow and de-energized saturday was like the op the exact opposite a billion a billion times over because you know it it started at 11 now saturday already if you if anybody remembers you know i talked about this last year when i went or if you were attending or whatever these have long ass hours usually like, like a saturday for a, a normal horror convention would be like, you know, 10 or 11 to six or seven, you know, maybe eight if you're really feeling frisky. But this one, Saturday was from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And the reason they do that is because the tattoo side, you know, they, they keep that open later because the tattoos take longer. And, you know, <clears throat> I have a, you know, my thing was like, you know, come on, man, you got to close it. You know, you don't have to have the vendor it's completely separated. You don't have to have the vendor side open all those extra hours if people are only getting tattoos. And I get it. I, I get the whole thing. Like, there's reasons on both sides for it. But uh, just the times that I've been doing it, this is the third time, 
I've seen, you know, maybe a little bit of time disparity there, and I'll, I'll address that again in a second. But uh, starting off, we get there. Of course, there's nowhere to park. It's it's crazy ass packed, which is a great sign. Um, we go in and I get get situated, get get ready, and the fucking line just for people to get their wristbands and their passes to get in. The people that have already like paid is the line is like going from where the thing is set up at the main ballroom down the hallway. The line goes past the ballroom that I'm in, down that whole hallway, out to the lobby of the hotel. And this is a fucking long, like, that's a long stretch of people in this fucking line. So right there, I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. Um, and then not only was it like, there was a line at the beginning, and then they opened it, and it was like, okay, then they, the line got thumb through. I looked over, it was at 12.30, one and a half hours after the doors were open, that line was still stretched past the ballroom that I was in of people just waiting to get their tickets to get in to the events. Um, so that, <clears throat> so that, that, that kind of like just, it, while it was great, it just made for a slow dispersion of people. So once you got to that, that point, like a little after 12.30, one, I mean, it was already busy with people. People were walking through, people were there. But once they got through that, line and they got it down to where it wasn't stretched off so long and wrapped around the hotel and shit then everyone was in the event and it was packed nuts crazy like i was talking to people all all day it was like not never a dull moment so so many people that came back to see me from last year and from the year before i too many to even name thank you guys all for coming out to see me again um and picking up books and and, and the tarot decks it was uh it was an amazing fucking day saturday was just just crazy ass awesome uh very busy all the way to the uh to the end like maybe nah maybe it did get kind of slow around like seven i would say um and they ended up uh yeah it slowed down pretty good i think i was just cutting up like people were coming by and i was just able to kind of chat with some folks that uh that evening but then they ended up closing the the floor at like 9 15 or something because it was just like okay vendor rooms closed uh which is what they did the year before so i mean that's what i was talking about when i you know earlier i mean that's the second year in a row that that's happened so let's adjust those those hours already like put the adjustment on the hours like we don't need to like next year keep it open till that let's change the vendor room closes at this time the tattoo room can stay open till 2 a.m for all i fucking care you know that's a whole different thing than what we're doing but still, if you want to keep it home to 11, I'll stay to 11. I don't care. It, it was good. We were making money. It, people were buying stuff. It had great conversations. It was awesome. Um, after that, a group of us went to get something to eat at a local like bar, you know, grill bar type of place called, what was it called? Fat Ride or something or Fat something, Fat Bike, something like that. It's a weird name with fat in the title. Um, but a uh, few of us went out there for to just get to get something to eat and a couple of beers. Boney was there. He uh, he got to eat a double. He got a double burger patty. For his, uh, shouts out our friend Scott. He got the wrong burger, and they they said, "Ah, just give it to the dog. We'll make you a new one." So Boney made out like a bandit that night. We all got some sandwiches and beers, and we and, and had a you know a decent evening. There was a there was a guy that was playing some songs, and I was like, "Okay, I'm into this," because he starts playing like a. You know, the Sublime song, like an old-ass Sublime cover. 
And I was like, oh, shit, dude. And then he played a Hank 3 cover. And then he played a Hank Williams song. Then he played, like, two of his own songs. And then he started doing weird, like, loops, like acoustic guitar loop with a bongos and stuff. And it got real weird real fast to where, like, I love it and I love music. But I was like, man, you had us all. And I don't know what the hell you're doing now, man, because I was, I put 20 bucks in the tip jar. I was all like, hell, yeah, man, this guy's like, doing his thing. It got weird fast, but we didn't stay. We, we, we had to go and take off. And, uh, you know, get, lived the fight another day. We come back to the to the house, I think, and just chilled and went to sleep. And uh, Sunday, uh, we started at the same time, 11, but it was, you know, closing at 5, so a little bit of a, a shorter day. And um, while, it, it, again, it was not packed out like it was Saturday. It wasn't, there, was, there wasn't the, the line, crazy line of people. You know, there's a small line of people when it opened, but it, nothing compared to what it was Saturday but that was fine. So started started a little slower, but as far as the people were, but like people, it was still busy. Like people were coming up to buy stuff. A lot of people who would come by, you know, maybe Friday and Saturday, Saturday, looking at stuff came back to like, okay, now I'm going to pick this up and this up and then, you know, going to get all their purchases around, which is, which is awesome. So it stayed, you know, uh, busy enough to where I, i I was shucking and jiving, doing my thing. Boney and I were having a good time. Of course, we get to see all of our wonderful friends. Sandy and Mark, of course, shouts out. I love you guys. They they were hanging out with me towards the end there on Sunday, uh, keeping me company. Um, but you know, overall, it was a it was a great great convention. Um, like I, I I said, it's the third time that I've done this one, and uh, you know, while last year might have felt a little off, a little slower. Uh, like I said, I think it was just dist- the, the the crowd was distributed differently, and and was we were feeling it differently this year. Uh, either way, totally made up for that because it was just intense. And even with Sunday being a little slower, it still felt good and it felt like I was achieving something, accomplishing something uh, while being able to talk to awesome people and, you know, tell stories of, you know, to people about stuff that, you know, is going on, uh, things that I like to do, you know, cut up with them, make jokes. It, it was it was good. Um, and, and like, I don't I can't really blame Friday on anything but myself and my own like emo fucking whatever uh that was just exacerbating uh maybe the situation of it being slow and i'm just putting all my my own shit on it which is why i had to pull up my boner pants on on saturday and like say all right let's wipe your wipe your little ass and go to work so which is why i did so i i have to say like you know uh full i mean again for you know second to last con of this of this seven week run um, again, another success, you know, I, I did the business I needed to do. It was, uh, a lot of fun. I, of course, a lot of fun, uh, got to see so many awesome people that, uh, that I know. And I got to meet some really cool people and have, you know, have totally crazy random conversations with like completely new people and new readers to me that are just meeting me for the first time and buying books and and stuff like that. And it was great. I had a lot of great conversations, talked to some bands. I might be, uh, when I come back through this way in June, might be doing a couple of shows, one in Nashville and one in Knoxville. We'll, we'll talk about that as they materialize. But um, yeah, a lot of good stuff, a lot of great weekend. Um, and again, like you know, I appreciate you know all the help that people given have given to me along the way on this, on this uh, all the time I'm, that I'm on the road. Uh, you know, this run especially, and you know, uh, bringing me food to the table or just coming to check on me so I can go take a piss real quick or watch Boney while, you know, while I go do that. Um, 
all that's all that stuff let me stay with people uh, whoops let me stay with people and th- things like that it's amazing so thank you to everybody um uh too many of you to name and i don't want to forget anybody so i just i just very much appreciate all the support and uh i have to say full moon tattoo and horror convention i will be back uh next year for that so you can put that in your pipe and you can poke it <laughs> All right, there you go. Hey, my full recap of Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Convention 2023, Nashville, Tennessee. These titties, my friend. That's right. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate all the new listeners checking it out. Uh, tell all your friends and come on back and, and take a listen. Don't forget to go to johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne is Dead needs. All my books are in the shop page right there. You can get my books, records, the tarot deck, which is on sale right now. Uh, also, there are records, the John Wayne is Dead records. Our new record comes out this year, and uh, I will be teasing uh, little teasers of that uh, on my Patreon, which has all kinds of uh, excellent content already. Like I said, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast comes out pretty much weekly. There's 120 plus episodes, so you get access to all the back episodes, all the new ones, all the videos that I'm putting up there, all the new songs, everything. Check it out. My Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, or like I said, you're at John Wayne is dead.com. Just click that Patreon link. And uh, don't forget, follow me on all my adventures. And also, all my dates are on the page there, too, so you can see where I'm heading next and what's happening and if I'm coming to see you. Next week, I will be uh, there at the uh, Monster Mania in Hunt Valley, Maryland. Uh, it's like close to the Baltimore area. Uh, another con that I like. I've been to several times, and I am stoked to be out there again. I'll be hanging with my man Chris from Vinegar Syndrome, my man Malachi, uh, and Chris Ice Cream Man from the Horror Gods. It's going to be amazing, and we're going to have a great time. Follow me at John Wayne is Dead. On Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and on Facebook, just my name, John Wayne Kamianali. And I will see you guys and tell you all about my time in Hunt Valley next week. Bye.